Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Let's Have a Drink, the fantastic fun podcast where we sit back, relax, and enjoy a delicious beverage. Welcome slurp, back. Slurp. Oh my goodness, it is a, a humid one today. It has been quite warm the last few oh, days, boy, especially oh, with boy. humidity. Um, but I think somebody, I had a coworker talking about how uh, they usually do um, some sports or something. I think they go have like a bike ride every Sunday. Yeah. And this last Sunday was the first day, like since, you know, July, August, where yeah. they had to do it indoors mm. uh, because of the rain. So, yeah. like, I guess it's coming back to that fall, rainy, yeah. sparse kind of weather. So I'm hoping that it – well, that's the thing, though, is, like, but then we'll have days that are, like, super balls-to-the-walls hot. True. So I'm hoping that if things – as we kind of wind down from August into September, um, we'll start to kind of see more of that temperate where it's, like – like lower 20s yeah, rather yeah. than like high 20s. I think the cool evenings is what we are craving the most. Yeah. Cool evenings, cool mornings. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm obviously not a fan of like the darker, quicker like style and you're not yeah. either. I think no. that sucks. No, I that- do rather have as much daytime as possible, but I like it's one of those I don't want to be like beaten down with how hot just, it is yeah, yeah it's it's always a tough balance i think the best part is like now that it's getting there i'm, I'm definitely gonna be more i'm like more in tune to like summer being done is like we enjoyed it we had a big summer like we had a lot yeah. of stuff going on yeah and i'm like ready to, for the flood for the switch to happen yeah and then for us to sort of just hibernate for four months again yeah so. yeah I'm, I'm kind of excited for it to be like you know we're gonna be chill Mm-hmm. And I like I mean I'm gonna be busy at work, but still like we'll be we'll be chill on our end and yeah. we'll just kind of enjoy I don't know. Again, we've we've said this before with the apartment, especially when it gets so hot and so nice outside. We always wanna like enjoy the outdoors as much as possible, but I'm excited to be able to like get the we always decorate more religiously for like Halloween through to Christmas and like even kind of like wintry New Year's. Right. So I'm just excited to like Get decorations going exactly, again and, exactly. and being able to like enjoy the apartment a little bit more. So, yeah. 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 That's pretty much what the switch is. And like, yeah, again, kind of just hibernate a bit, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy company yeah. here, all that good stuff. So. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, it's been, I'm looking forward to uh, to that. I'm still looking forward to the, some stuff we have like end of summer plans. We got my work Chris, uh, summer party coming up, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Everyone's really excited. Absolutely, yeah. Um, this will be just, the first one I've gotten to go to really. Technically, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been, we haven't had one in two years. So mm-hmm. a lot of new employees haven't even. Um, That's actually really exciting, I think. Been to one and they're all like, oh, this better be good because I've heard only good things for the last two years. Yeah, exactly. And, um, There's a lot of hype and build there, up. There is a lot of hype and build up. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's going to disappoint for, for anybody um, as long as they're, you know, positively, you know, ready and, and you know, they have Absolutely. a good open mind to it. But anyways, sure. new week, new episode, new, new week, beer. New episode, yeah. New beer. Okay, um, do you want me to kick her off? Absolutely. Let's get it started. All right. So we've actually, uh, not too long ago, we reviewed a Reinhard selection. Yeah, it was actually like recently too. I know. I That's okay though. We ended up coming across this guy in the LCBO and we're like, we have to, we have to try it. Yeah. Um, and it, before it was going to be a matter of like, you know, let's just give it a try on our own. They're like, no, 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 no. Let's both get one. We both want to try it and let's do it on the podcast. So it's another one from Reinhard, um, Armed in Citra. Um, is what the name of it is. It's a dry hopped pale ale. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit stronger, um, I'm feeling, because of the fact that it's a dry hopped. Um, there's really no like descriptor or anything on it, but it's got a really fun um, can design where it's it's yeah, a little bit that. more like, uh, again, it really armed in citra. Um, we've got some tanks with like little hop leaf insignias on it um, against a kind of like red to orange gradient like sky background so mm-hmm. it's got more of almost like a steampunky like vibe battle yeah. vibes so it, it really goes along with the name um, so yeah it, it came out a really great color in the in the glass it's, so Curtis just poured his very thick and hazy type of um, look to of it color absolutely look to so Go I'm gonna you. let you chat about like have a sip while I'm getting mine kind of like clicked open here mm-hmm. and then you chat while I pour um, I actually as I was pouring, the smell was something that like just hit me right away. Yeah. Um, and my eyes widened. I was like, oh, that's kind of like it's got a good Ooh, citrusy, sort of like does. orangey, fruity type of um underlying kind of scent to it, which is really, really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the cane design struck me. I think armed in citrus is like super fun. It's a dry hop pale ale. We like our pale ales. I don't know the difference between that and a dry hopped. Yeah. Um 
But because we saw Reinhardt as well, you know, yeah. we just thought a lot of good combinations of exactly. interesting sounding things. That to your point, actually, I do want to learn a little bit of a difference that when it specifically says that it's so this is where like we recognize that we still have stuff that we can kind of learn. Right. Um, but I, the difference between when it specifically says it's a dry hopped version of a beer, because like I've had dry hopped blondes. There's specific, you know, when it has that labeled as like what the brew type is. Um, I'm curious to know the in the actual like brewing process how that makes things a little di- di- wow, a little bit different. Yeah. Um. So if you want to try, I'm actually gonna look that up. To yeah. While you're looking it up, though, if you want to try about the yeah, flavor yeah. profile so that you're getting, I I really like this flavor. It's it's got that pale ale base as you know, most beers do, but it's got like a lot of hops, like a, a pretty strong hop flavor. Um, but then like this, this, I don't know if there is fruit in it. Cause I don't know if you read the ingredients that was on the can, um, ingredients, water malted, uh, multiply, uh, flaked oats, hops, yeast. So there's really nothing like orange, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but it's pretty fruity. Like it's got like, um, a sweetness to it that I really like. It it seems to it seems to have that going on like the same way that you would get it out of an IPA oddly enough, um, which is really interesting. I'm almost like it definitely oh. tastes like there there should be like a juice listed of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is really neat and also kind of goes back to it's, it's very flavorful. Mm. Um, so dry hopping entails adding hops late in the brewing process, most often in fermentation tanks to ramp up specific aromas and flavors oh. without extracting more of the bittering qualities of hops. So dry, like that's why. That's you, why I'm getting like sour vibes out of it. You're and getting same a lot thing more with flavors. the dry hopped matter of fact blonde. Yeah. Um, from uh, Brewers add hops after the boil to give beer an aromatic hoppy aroma without the bitter flavors that characterize many hoppy beers. I see. So it's mm-hmm. so dry hopping is basically like trying to get less bitter mm-hmm. and more flavor and aromatic. Yeah, so that's where like that fruitiness and that's, is coming. That's to play. exactly what happened. Like again, I smelled that, and it definitely has a strong like scent when it, when it, it right? when, as it's pouring, which is great. Like, so IPAs are actually built on dry hopping after ferment after fermentation. Mm. So IPAs are usually dry hop. They, they don't specify that. Right. That's just because that that's the nature of that specific type of beer. Mm-hmm. But doing it to a pale ale will probably produce this sort of... Yeah. Okay, it, I got gotcha. you. It's probably not a massive difference, but enough that you have to specify that it's dry hopped, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But There's your- probably something in the fermentation process that also differentiates it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, really good. Oh, absolutely. Very good. Definitely good getting beer. a hazy flavor on the palate, not just by looking at the glass. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, again, it's it's very much that kind of like sweeter end of the citrusy spectrum. So you're getting a very interesting but refreshing flavor. It was a little heavy too, I would say. It does. It definitely goes down and heavy. I think, I think and the, I think that's, that's the dry the hopped up. nature of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Um, did, what do you think of it? You liked it. I just don't know. Oh, yeah. Really, yeah. Oh, yeah. I very much like it. Um, I, this is definitely the – it's one of those ones where I wouldn't like – maybe have more than one in one night. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'd have to move on and either crack open something else or order something else. But it definitely is a nice one to be able to kind of like sit and sip along with, especially because it is a bit hazier and heavier. Um, but it, it's got a great flavor, flavor profile. So regardless of whether or not you're just, you know, slipping away on a drink or if you want to pair it back to like some sort of food, it would be a great to pair back to like a summer salad right. or something else. Maybe with like a little less carbs in the meal just because it would start to feel exactly. too heavy. Well, hey, shout out to that. Let's go back. Yeah. S- hashtag sponsored, not sponsored. Our yeah. favorite segment of the show. Exactly. A nice little uh, shout out to HelloFresh again yeah. this week, giving us a nice round of meals. Tonight's meal was actually a carbless uh bunless essentially yeah uh burger uh yeah. beef burger with you know an arugula salad and a bunch yeah. of veggies and yeah. so when you say without like you know a car a, a no carb meal or a low carb meal with this beer is good it's actually paired perfectly i you know what unintentionally that's how it happens unintentionally so. we usually knowing that we are drinking beer regardless we usually end up going for um excuse me guys i'm gonna burp because of the beer i know (laughs) okay sorry um we usually tend to go for um lighter meals uh or at least meals that aren't going to be as heavy on the starches or things like that because it just hits a little bit heavier we usually do one pasta meal a week just because they're so good yeah um but again do it on (laughs) again like i'll shut them out if you guys don't know hellfresh is a fun um you know little product that we we do nowadays um 
it's a nice box of meals uh, yeah. every week delivered to your door. If yep. you don't want to cook, if you don't like cooking, it's so um, convenient. If you don't want to get groceries, it's the convenience of all of that uh, right at your doorstep. Um, fantastic meals tailored to you and your yeah. diet specifications. Yes. Um, I would also say too, if you tend to, so for us, we were really curating a weekly menu for ourselves that yeah. were, that, you know, was very, tried to at least, you know, in each meal, we try and have like a, somewhat of a mix of different food groups um, and try and try new flavors. Um, and I don't know about anybody else out there, but number one, it can get really hard to like kind of rack your brain for variety, but also being able to have meals that have a lot of the same ingredients so that like you're condensing on how much grocery and you, especially if, fresh produce yeah, that you're buying sometimes you don't need three peppers but Ex- yeah but you, but you buy three because they're exactly because right? you know there's yeah whatever right so um i think between that and then you know not having certain meals get boring because you keep doing them all the time because it's easier to pair with whatever else you're doing um you know you end up still spending a decent amount on groceries that like you could turn around and that's you know less than a grocery bill f- to you know, do all like four meals a week, um, two servings. So there's one for each of us that adds so much variety, so much more well-round, um, well-roundedness when it comes to the types of proteins, the types of veggies that we're doing. Um, so I think it definitely helps for at least one meal out of the day. Mm -hmm. We are guaranteed to have like a really rich kind of flavor, um, as well as like nutrient uh, profile. It's, it's changed our whole perspective on dinners. Um, if you guys are interested, it's super, super easy to get started. Uh, we have actually free box coupon codes. So if you want to just try a week of meals, uh, at a discounted uh, price, please Mm -hmm. reach out to us on our Instagram or Facebook. We have, them ready for any of our fans um yeah. we'll get you guys hooked up absolutely oh but anyways so okay. with the, with the, after that little sponsored ad um not sponsored not sponsored we we have a f- super fun episode this week guys we are bringing it back we haven't done one in a hot minute we are bringing back the top 10 top segment game whatever 10. you want to call it before we get to the details though on what we were talking about for our top 10 and i feel like we're gonna get chatty about this so i want to that's true get, get, let's, get on let's about get into it, it. So, let's, let's but get before we get into that turning. we're forgetting one thing it's get the trainer rolling and we got to get the beats going and it's clicking that button to get the intro started roll it let's have it And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Okay, so Ryan, top 10. Curtis. What category did we choose this time? So we chose, we actually went a little bit of back and forth. Uh, Originally, we thought Netflix. uh, Because we've covered other like TVs, movies, uh, but not necessarily. so I know, but not necessarily specific to um, a lot of the content that we feature on there that are Netflix originals. And um, I I think a lot of times we don't realize because of all the other streaming platforms, how much content that a lot of us have consumed that maybe have become our favorites actually is a uh, Netflix original or at very least Netflix bought out as like they're the only source for this content to get out until it's like further broadcast yeah. across the internet so to preface our top 10 wasn't netflix no 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 it wasn't our, it, our top 10 was not netflix and not netflix originals in general because we did start with that and it was just getting too broad and overlapping too much we, with yeah, our other was, top 10 we thought there was um you know just in netflix original anything tv shows everything yeah that and was just, our original yeah but we realized that a lot of the tv shows that we love that our favorites were Netflix original. So it was the TV shows that I think were the big kicker there. Yeah. So as I yeah. So as I was saying, like there there was just a little bit too much overlap uh, as far as content goes, and it was going to be too difficult to try and like go back and decipher what yeah. we had listed previously. So we decided Netflix original movies. One thing we did decide to do though is include it's not just like feature films, but documentaries as well. Yes. Um, which I do appreciate because putting this and list only, together, yeah, not docu series again. The ones yeah. that are sit down. Yeah. They could be hours yeah. long but yeah. sit down in one sitting do yeah. it all yeah so um and, and and one thing i'm grateful for is that we did decide or rather curtis brought up uh including that is yeah i don't have going any. through this list made me realize how many of oh, the no. 
documentaries from Netflix that's listed as a Netflix original documentary that I watched. Well, hey, if they're on your list, that's fantastic because I do exactly. not have any documentaries. Okay, um, I've got I've got things to chat about. Yeah, awesome, fantastic. Um, um, well, bef- let's get chatting then. Okay, do you have honorable mentions? So before we get into honorable mentions, because of I knew you were gonna say like, oh, a series of like documentaries, like in not not a docu series where it's like episodes but like it's a series of documentary movies like under sure. an umbrella of stuff um i th- i've at least i think that's what you were getting at at one point when you said that so i do want to give a special shout out to um the remastered series on netflix they are like um they are single singular like sit down one film there it's not like it's multiple episodes on one subject matter but it is technically under an umbrella of it's remastered colon and then it's it specifies a specific person so the remastered series um actually you just called it a series so it officially doesn't qualify as a movie okay it's 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 separate movies but like they're under the one umbrella so that's why again i just wanted to give a special shout out because it's technically a series not a movie but i've watched so many of them that i do want to give a shout out um you're ruining the whole okay sorry Never mind. Great special shout out, but that is a series, love. That doesn't count under this umbrella. They're all like hour and a half long. Then it's a series. Okay. Because so is The Last Dance. And I was going to put no, on your No, it's not the same. That's a docu-series, so it's episodes. No, it's episodes. So what is yours? So it's it's literally just one standalone like film. There's no breaks. There's no separate episodes. There, it's profiling a but specific person. That's different episodes. Okay, whatever. I don't. I don't. The way when they you, ha- when you the go way on they Netflix, have it listed. You- no, the way they have it on Netflix, it's listed as separate movies, but they're all like, like okay, on. See, they're under the name remastered, but on a specific person, and they're listed as separate films in Netflix. Right. So you don't, you don't click the one, and it drops into. It like- doesn't drop all of them. No, okay. that's what I mean. So that's that's fair. Yes. But you did consider it a series in multiple occasions okay. while you were talking about it. So what I'm saying is. It- <sighs> To your definition, what I was getting at when it came to like films, but it's like technically under an overarching umbrella of the type that it is. Right. Um, so it's specifically each film is on a uh, person within the music right. uh, or entertainment industry um, that had something oh. tragic happen. So though at one point they talked about like um, Bob Marley. Um, and then another one talked about uh, Jam Master Jay and him getting shot in his like studio. Um, another one talked about Sam Cooke and his kind of rise to fame and, and all have, of the okay, legends so around from him. from all of them, do you have a favorite? Um, I honestly, oh, that's tough. That's why I just wanted to shout it out in general because there's so many of them that I've gone back and watched multiple times. I would have to say it's probably a direct tie between um, the one on Jam Master Jay and Sam Cooke because I, I didn't realize how much about Sam Cooke, like how... Um, how many songs by Sam Cooke I knew and how much of the kind of legend surrounding him that I already had an inkling about sure. just kind of watching stuff. Right. Um, plus it was a really cool story for the time period that Sam Cooke was in and J Master J, like he's from Run DMC. So mm-hmm. like I, I know a lot about that era of music um, specifically when it comes to that and it honestly was a really tragic situation that's still right. not, it's one of those things, it's the same thing with like Tupac and Biggie where like everyone has a good idea as to what's happened but like no one's officially been charged with anything. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. Take a breath. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I just wanted to shout that out. But I do have some honorable mentions, but I'm going to let you start because I talked for a bit there. That's okay. Uh, I have three honorable mentions. I think that's sort of our staple now. Mm. Um, I didn't need them this time, but I went through my list and it was sometimes I overlap and I have too much and I have to actually remove yeah. some and, and I have to figure out what's better than another. Yeah. This time I was able to like take everything that I was like, that's on my list or yeah. going to be somewhere and then yeah. I broke it all out and I ended up having three left so I was like those are my honorable mentions that's totally fair yeah so so I was okay so my honorable mentions also from the, there's no really particular order obviously uh, but I have one I actually watched it this year too um, called Project Power and it's with yeah. uh, Jamie Foxx yep. and is it, I always forget how to is it Joseph or Joseph Gordon-Levitt or Gordon Joseph-Levitt no it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt thank you I, I, I always JGL get, I always get it confused JGL okay uh, but yeah, them two together are really great. Obviously, Jamie, anything Jamie Foxx. That was so you'd really like good. take a pill and yeah, you get so superpowers, right? Yeah, so you'd take a pill right? and you'd have, I think, temporary powers. Yeah. Um, but just kind of funny because that's like similar to how the boys is working now. But really, really cool, fun movie, you know, superhero yeah. sort of-esque. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen it yet, yeah. again, this is the, the reason why we we did this topic too was so that if you have a Netflix description like yeah. 95% of America. Yeah, exactly. And North America, anywhere in the world. 
um, you can go watch this movie. So we're not giving you stuff that's either new or old or exactly. can't be found. A lot of this is very go much still on there. Go search it up and maybe add to your list if it sounds interesting. And that's the thing about these specifically is like they're never going to get removed from Netflix because Netflix, Netflix either funded it or it was completely yeah. produced by Netflix. So Or their distributor of it. Otherwise, all the other stuff they have to buy licenses for. Exactly. And I don't know if there's like a difference between Canadian and American Netflix originals. Yeah. I think it's all the same umbrella. Because I looked up a few and I was like, I've so, never heard of that before. So I looked it up on Netflix and I found everything that I didn't know about. Some of them I think are missing from Canadian, sure. but I think the majority of them have made it to right. the Canadian one. So yeah. Um. So I got into a bit of a pickle. Okay, sure. Of course um, you do. I'm going to breeze through, though, my my honorable mentions. Um. So actually, you know what? I'm just going to get rid of one of them. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyways, haha. Um. So my, I guess, like third... Out of the one, two, three of my honorable mentions. So a lot of my um, Netflix movies are either romantic comedies or documentaries. There's really not a lot of in between except for a couple of them. Uh, I don't know why. It's just where I seem to go for all of my romantic comedies in this day and age. Um, but so there's the one that's called uh, Always Be My Maybe with Ali Wong. Okay. Um, she's like the main character in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really fun comedy about um, like – Two people who grew up as really close friends together who maybe had something going on, but it went sour. They didn't talk and then they meet later on um, and start to kind of remember what they loved about each other. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really great comedy. It's a majority of an Asian American cast as well, which is fantastic. It's highly entertaining and I'm super glad um, that... Uh, Netflix is a part of help funding a lot of these projects that, um, you know, tell a lot of POC stories or at least just like stories with POC characters. Yeah. Um, So really great. um, Really enjoyable. Ali Wong is hilarious. I love her stand-up. So I would highly recommend it. At least for me, she's hilarious. Yeah. Um, So I would highly recommend it. I think I've seen a lot of her clips and I saw one the other day and I was like, what the heck? She she is very loud and she is very like It wasn't even that. It was just like it was a weird joke. Yeah. Again, like it's 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 not this is not against, but I always find that women love their jokes are always talk about like they like women's issues with either with men or like with themselves. Like, so, you know, all of the struggles yeah, but it's that, usually the most relatable thing for a hundred percent, and that's great because yeah. you know like men comedians the majority of the men, man comedians who have children all jo- have jokes about being fathers. Exactly, I've heard. Five of the same different like jokes all just similar. told differently. They're, all, they're both very similar. I Anyways, understand. So I so I can quickly finish getting through this now. Is um again, yeah. If you if you really enjoy um Aruna Conti, that's like kind of quirky. Um, uh, definitely give this a one cool. a check nice. out. Um, so I'm gonna fly through a few of the documentaries that's on here because the there's three documentaries. Are you gonna fly through them? Um, I am. So there's one that's called White Hot. It's basically the story of Abercrombie and Finch and um, its rise and at its peak and then its downfall before its rebranding. Um, as someone who works in retail, it's a really, really good, really great documentary. And as someone who shopped there during the peak in the 2000s, definitely check it out. There is a movie called Take Your Pills. It's about the Adderall like epidemic amongst oh, like cool. high schoolers and university students. It is very informative and very interesting and like absolutely crazy. Right. Um, so I definitely give that one a check out as well. And then there's one that like literally tore my gut out. Um, it's called Tell Me Who I Am. And it's basically literally just these two twin brothers one of them got into a very bad like motorcycle accident and completely lost his memory. Oh wow! And his other twin brother, he was the um, was the only one that the guy recognized and knew as someone who was important to him and knew his name. Didn't know anybody else in his family. Didn't know his girlfriend. Didn't know his friends. So um, the the one guy, um, Alex, and then his brother Marcus. So Alex is the one with the memory loss. He basically Marcus retold him his life to him right he then comes to find out this massive family secret that marcus didn't tell him and it's basically just them telling the story of that and then it comes to like a face-to-face about that secret being officially explained and exposed to alex for him to finally understand who he is and where he came from right and just it's it talk it's basically about like familial trauma wanting to do the best for the ones that you love and the fact that it's like a real profile on two twin brothers it's absolutely heartbreaking I'm, no, and super I'm literally writing those two down those are that's tell sweet. me who i am i think you would actually really appreciate it that just from the that. perspective of being a twin yeah that's why um, and they talk a lot me. about yeah. how special being twins was to their relationship sure. so yeah sure. i definitely would recommend that 
Is that it? Yeah. Those are your HMs? Yeah. Okay. Because um, I still have two. So my other honorable mention is Between Two Ferns, the movie. I knew you were going to have that on your list. I don't know why. Uh, I haven't seen that in a long time, but I had to slide in there because mm-hmm. it was super, super funny. Mm-hmm. If you haven't if you haven't seen that, yeah. I don't know if it's you know sketch comedy or whatever, but Between Two Ferns is funny. The movie is just hilarious. It's yeah, just it's like surrealist sketch comedy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was there. And then another one is called Polar. It's sort of like Netflix netflix's own take on john wick uh in a different sort of light with a different main character and a i different remember story. you watching this movie um i've watched it i have a few friends that watched it when it came out years ago they loved it again mm-hmm. super similar mm-hmm. story like you know type of whatever mm-hmm. uh to john wick but mm-hmm. it's it's up there because i remember it being mm-hmm. like really good and yeah. i was like raving about it so love that all right i'll mention so buckle up everybody we're already halfway through the episode oh um, love that. or no we're like we're like already yeah okay Amen. anyways we're gonna keep going through it Okay, number 10. Number 10 is Murder Mystery. So it's an Adam Sandler movie for Netflix. Oh, that one's on your list? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be really funny. I go back and watch that all the time, especially because I just love him and Jennifer Aniston together. So I'm a huge fan. I think we've already established. I've mentioned it a few times on this podcast. Just go with it. One of my, like, uh, in right. just one of my favorite, like, go back to any time, all the time, if I need a good laugh, comedy movies. And again, it's Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. They have great chemistry. Absolutely love it. It definitely seems like she always has fun and really just rolls with the punches. So that is my number 10 because I really like watching I think that we have one. to start playing a game now is uh, after you say one of your item, items to take a drink. Is that fair? Yep. It gets you, it gets you sipping. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you don't when you talk. You know what's really funny? Is it on your list? My No, my number 10 is Hubie Halloween. That is so funny. Honestly, Hubie almost made it. There's just so many other ones. Murder Mystery is a is a different light for, you know, the you know the types of whatever these movies are. But it's funny because they're both Adam Sandler movies. That's yeah. why it's no, funny. No, absolutely. Um, Hubie, though, is beca- I think it's because we've now made it a traditional Halloween movie for it us. Is. And it's genuinely so dumb funny yeah that and like the end gets so absurd but it's just still enjoyable it's it's gonna be an enjoyable watch for every year and i'm like it's gonna be the one like i'll show my kids like it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be funny but anyways sure. so that's on there um just because it is a netflix original and uh yeah. it's it, i like those seasonal movies like that i've got a couple actually on my list i didn't realize no that's so great um, um so yeah Okay, yeah, number that. nine. Um, one that I just thoroughly loved. We've actually watched it very recently, but I've had a I had such a good time, and it was also one that really added variety for mm-hmm. me. Uh, was the Gray Man? If I'm being honest, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and again, too, it's it's you know it being a Netflix original really helps to kind of like add variety. But I just I loved. I really do enjoy like spy movies. Heist movies, things like that, action thriller kind and of thing. And up there on your list, yeah. And that's and that's very much especially made the list for, for it me. being so new. Yeah, yeah. But it very much made the list for me and made an impression. Yeah, I like that. I would definitely go back and watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Uh, my number nine is um, the Midnight Sky with uh, George Clooney. Oh, okay. Uh, you haven't seen this one? No. Um, this is this, I put this one on here to sort of get back to the topic uh, and you know conversation we have is I don't like slow movies. Yeah, you really don't. This one did it for me. Like it was a slow movie, but and you were able to stay patient. I was able to stay patient with it, and I don't know. I think it was because he's like an astronaut, space sci-fi. Yeah, so it speaks um, to the stuff you like. Yeah, so but it was just, and then like the story was just like so good at the end. Like, nice. I didn't realize what to expect. It was like a plot twisty thing. Um, yeah, but George Clooney's killed it, yeah. and I just like, and it's and it's again mm-hmm. one of those movies I find attraction to is like the solo deserted in space type movies like uh, like passengers wow you really Pratt. like this like heartbreaking those like, those they're good movies no it's crazy it just like, it's, it's those, so those weird that it's like i, I am like. all alone in the vastness of the universe well, like kind of stuff again like strong protagonist who likes to like tries to solve the problems that they have like, yeah that's fair those are the you know yeah movies that i tend to I mean, that's every movie if you really think about it. I mean, really that's because you as a solution-based person, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, okay, cool. number eight. Number eight for me, um, I'm rolling it back to the documentaries. Um, specifically one that um, it, it just blew me out of the water and it came, as you guys know, I love true crime. Um, and this one really came out of nowhere for me. And I heard about it on a podcast in, pa- in passing. Um, it's called Girl in the Picture. And oh my God. Is it about a girl in the picture? It is. <laughs> um, no, it specifically speaks to, um, I think, just like a, 
a, a picture of this girl that nobody in her life really ever knew. Okay. Um, as she was growing up and getting older. Um, so it, honestly, I don't want to give a lot away because there's it's a wild story mm-hmm. that honestly, if it wasn't true, you would think that someone completely made it up as like a thriller novel. Um, it really does speak back to child abduction, though, and child exploitation, um, and just a, a tragic story in general. But I think there was a lot of beautiful things that came out of it from the people that this girl touched in her life. Um, and, and and that was really a big part of the documentary, even despite all of the horrible things that she had to move on, like have the strength to work through and live through. Um, she was still able to be someone who made such an impact and was yeah. so important to people. That's neat. And to hear their like visceral reactions of this woman helped make me who I am. That's, like that's it helped nice. give me the confidence and that sort of thing. So right. um really, really great one again if that's your jive. Yeah. Um and it's it's one that I'll forever appreciate having had a chance to watch. And you know, if I'm ever kind of looking to re explore the case again down the line, I hundred percent will watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I, yeah. yeah, I like you get more serious with your with your items usually, especially with your choice of movie, film, documentary, whatever. Yeah. Um, if I'm gonna sit there for that long, it's gonna. I, be but again, like I, you know, I have the interest, but and like I found a lot of love for the documentaries you've showed me. Mm-hmm. Some not so much, but yeah. a lot of them, yeah. like especially ones you're like, you'll like this. Yeah, I do. So yeah. that one sounds really neat. Yeah. Um, my number eight. Um, s- Maybe similar to category items on your the categories your list, uh, holiday. Um, okay, yeah, that was a good one. I with, did enjoy that one. I forget her. It's name. Emma Roberts, Emma and I can't Roberts. remember the guy's name. Yeah, I don't remember the guy's name, but Emma Roberts. Um, yeah, this is the one that I usually watch around Christmas time too, because it's like super fun and it's like goofy and stuff. And it's probably only the last couple of years though, right? What's that? Probably only the last couple of years though, right? Yeah, it only came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um it was relatively new. Uh yeah. but it is, you know, a holiday movie. So It's fun. But it's a fun movie, um, similar to like other movies I like of that kind of style. And mm-hmm. it usually is just like draw yeah. I I draw to yeah. you know, the actors and actresses Absolutely. that usually play that. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a good one. For sure. Um my number seven pick is the guilty. Ooh, I forgot about that one. I honestly didn't think anything uh, of it, and I was going through my list. And is then that I, original? It was listed as a Netflix original. I think they probably did like the main producing funding of it. It must have been not on my list. Um, but uh, as I was going through, because I found uh, uh, an art like a Wikipedia thing where it listed it by year oh, blocks. Um, so obviously it did like 2015 to 2017 because there wasn't as many, and then obviously after 2017 things got popular with original, so they really ramped it up. Yeah. So uh, the guilty got listed, and I was like, "Damn, okay, perfect." Like because I really did enjoy that movie, and it For really sure. did hit a chord with the both of us. Um, it's a really great Jake Gyllenhaal movie. I think it also really speaks to like less is more. Um, a lot of times, as long as you're telling the right story within film, and that is definitely one of them. Um, and he just did a really phenomenal job acting in that one, in in a way that your protagonist is like. Something sits a little uneasy with him. Yeah. Um, when you're watching, and yeah, when normally you would immediately want to like empathize with the protagonist, but as the movie goes on, you're kind of like, "What is going on here?" Right. Um. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely, it's it's one again. I would go back and watch for sure, uh, because I love like my thriller style, um, movies. Um, that yeah, one's I actually, a good one. I did not, I totally forgot about that one. To be honest, again, I need Netflix needs, uh, favorites watched and liked and then a yeah. watched yeah and then a my list and so that's and then or like a to be watched or whatever like a watch later because you should email them i know <laughs> Netflix, but like can i reorganize so just create another just do everything just do the same thing you do for my list just name it something different please like it's it's gonna come in the next couple of years i guarantee you yeah. because they're uh, losing sales, so they need better. Yeah, range. so they're gonna have to like reevaluate how they set everything. It's up, just yeah. getting out of hand. Cause, like I'm, I have to go through my one list for any yeah. movie that I've watched, seen, and or liked. Yeah. So yeah, for um, sure. What's your number seven pick? Okay, my number seven is actually Black Mirror Banner Snatch. Okay, um, fair. Throwing in the interactive film. I love that. Choose your own film. adventure. Yes, exactly. The choose your own adventure interactive film of that uh, first of its kind. I'm pretty sure super super fun yeah um i remember real being, trippy i remember being real tripped out real scared real like involved because it yeah. is that interactive choose your own adventure i think it was super innovative for them to do that too and really played into like what black mirror is for exactly yeah um and and like you know i've fallen started to fall in love with more of those thriller 
type movies that are just like especially really like techno like, thriller yeah really yeah, yeah that's a good yeah that's what it is you know uh, it's like to, futuristic again, technology based was thrillers. like that right like yep. I loved it. Like yep. just, but, I know, that um, fires you up. but yeah, so, uh, what, that one, uh, and, uh, yeah, definitely love that. banner snatch for me. For sure. Yeah. Um, so moving on to number six, mine, I'm going back to the, um, kind of almost like teen YA mm-hmm. romantic kind of movies. Um, so it's actually, uh, to all the boys I've loved before, just the first one. Um, not that I didn't like, the second one, I haven't watched the third one, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it's sometimes, you know, that very first movie is just what reels you in and always has a special place. I remember when this movie first came out, um, me and a lot of my friends really, really enjoyed it, um, even causing a few of my um, friends slash coworkers to buy the book series so that they can read the oh, rest yeah, of the story. Oh, yeah, no way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it... it and again, too, it's fun to be able to do that and then like read through the book series and then watch the later movies and see what the differences are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it was wonderfully casted, wonderfully acted. It was a very cute, fun movie that like got you kind of feeling romantic. It was really fun. Nice. So um, yeah, it's definitely one that I have gone back and watched multiple times and I would definitely watch again if I just want to like chill with a good one. For sure. For sure. That's really sweet. That yeah. I like I like those yeah. um, adaptations too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was number six. Okay, yeah. so my number six actually might surprise you, mm-hmm. um, but it's the trial of the Chicago Seven. I, you know what? Something told me that it would be on your list, and it again to what I made the comment to you, sir. I'm going to let you explain why, but I do just want to no, say you don't have to. <laughs> I made that. I made the comment to you was uh, there's so many movies on here that I'm reminded again that like I I wanted to watch this. It's like waiting in the wings, and that oddly enough was one of the ones that prompted me to say that because I knew you would watch it and liked it, and then I probably should. So go ahead. You tell haven't me about watched it. it. I still haven't watched it. Oh my gosh, babe! Such a good movie. Yeah, no, I'm sure. In one. It's such a crazy cast. Yeah. Two, literally up your alley. Yeah. Like right up your alley yeah. of like law yeah. and ju- oh. like justice system, like government. Like it's so good. Uh-huh. I 100% say mm-hmm. we should watch that soon because I'll watch mm-hmm. that again for sure. It's my number six. Come on. Yeah. I'll definitely watch that again. It's a long movie. Um, yeah. But like it's one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you just remember something? No, I thought I did, but I realized it was a uh, it was a mini series, mm, so mm. it's fine. Doesn't quite count, but yeah, yeah, cool. So that was my number six. Love that, awesome. Um, okay, my number five. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. Eurovision. I love this movie. I it's so fun. I also love the soundtrack. I it honestly would have been up higher, but there's just a few other ones that I've gone back and watched so I many really? times already, or made such an impact. But genuinely, like from this is top five, five and up are all very much, you, almost very much yeah. on the same playing field. I'm on the same boat as you. So I yeah. hope there's one that should be on your list, but you might not it know might not it was be. a no. It, you might not know it's a Netflix original. Okay. So that's why, and it's actually my number one. But, oh, okay. Um, no, that's a good good vibe. But yeah, it genuinely Solid is just such vibe. a funny movie, and it's such a good vibe. And again, some of the songs are ridiculous, but like the it's so good and so fun to like listen along and sing that you don't even like care that the words are nonsense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really had a great time watching this movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. and if you're a big fan of just like. Comedy. comedy musicals music. specifically musical shows Just music in general music and i mean like music like talent shows like if that always held a special place for you like as reality tv you'd watch growing up then watch this movie because yeah. it's awesome if you love AGT or american idol yeah watch your vision yep. it's sort of right up that alley. it's super funny really really fun mm-hmm. um cool i like that number five uh my number five is actually the adam project um fuck um, Sorry, I didn't mean to swear, but I forgot about it, that. It, it could be up higher if I, I I loved the movie, but I think it could have been better. I love it for the cast, for the plot. Um, you know, time travels everywhere in my life. I love yeah. everything yeah. about time travel. Yeah. So that's why it's number five. Mm-hmm. Um, but just an overall great film. If you haven't seen that one yet, where have you been? Yeah, like, I forgot about that one. That probably would have been either an honorable mention or may have bumped um, Murder Mystery. Right. If I, I'd have to go back and watch it again. Right. Because I haven't yet. I, know. I really I'm, enjoyed I, it, I, I but it would probably be an honorable lose, mention. It might lose on my list if I, list if I watch it again, just because, you know, if you watch a great movie a second time, it's still great. If you watch a good movie a second time... It could go one of it two could ways. Go one of two ways. Yep. Um. So I'll I'll see what happens there. But that was my five. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Um. My number four is um kind of another more of a. It's like a romantic dramedy. Like there's some serious moments in it. Um. It kind of like 
is a story about like the aftermath of a uh, breakup of like a long-term relationship and kind of like finding yourself again and 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 reconnecting with like friends in a different way um and kind of just saying it's it's also one of those stories where it's like um i've really taken to what's, you know like what's the movie sorry so it's called someone great okay, i don't know if you. i said that already no you didn't okay so you the just movie's... kept building it up and i was like sorry. but i want to know <laughs> so the movie's called someone great it's got gina rodriguez it's got um britney snow um it's got um Oh, fuck. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. I'll, I'll look it up in a moment and I'll go over them. But there's some really great casting in this movie. Um, but yeah, so it, it's it's one of those I like to call it's like a like an adult coming of age movie. It's kind of moving from like your late 20s into your early 30s sort of coming of age oh, versus okay, cool. like the childhood coming of age that we're used to. Yeah. It is a genre in and of itself because even if someone will listen, I'm sure if you were to look into film like analysis, it would come yeah. up because it is a story that gets told a lot okay. with a lot of millennials now being the ones being like oh, the writers oh, oh, behind see. things. Cool. Right. Cool. So um, it's a really great movie. It's got, it's, it's got its really funny moments, but it also does get serious and has the dramatic. Um, so that's why I call it dramedy. That's it's a, like a blending of What's the two someone genres. Again? Uh, someone great. Someone great. Someone great. Yeah. I remember, um, uh, Lizzo's song Truth Hurts. Yeah. This movie is part of why it blew up so much. Oh, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's, oh, it's, Dewanda Wise is also in it. So she plays one of Gina's friends. Lakeith Stanfield is who I was thinking of. That's so he plays Stan, her yeah. ex-boyfriend. If anyone's watched Get Out. Yeah. The guy who gets abducted in the beginning of the movie and is at the auction. Yeah. When they're, when it's just like supposed oh, to be a yes, garden party. Yes, yes. And he like, the, he breaks through and, and tells. Um, the guy with uh, like the the like with like hat, the, the fedora the, on and yeah. he's like get out and he looks like he's starting to cry that that's that's like he's uh, i like him yeah, yeah yeah cool yeah so really really fun movie and Sweet. it's really fun movie like about friendship too um so yeah i've i've watched it a few times now and i do enjoy it friendship nice cool okay my number four already mentioned gray man um nice. yeah way did it way more for me i think no um, for sure that's totally fine for Mainly again, I'm a big on the casting, but yeah, really up my alley. You loved it, yeah. and it was on your list. And the yeah. fact that you loved it makes me continue to cont- like to reiterate to you: gotta watch John Wick because same vibe. Okay, very same vibe. And okay. Keanu Reeves, come on. And also, Fair. casting of John Wick's really good too. I yeah, I know I've seen the um, casting, but yeah. So the Gray Man though had a lot more comedy, which is why I think you probably more were more attracted to it. Yeah, it had comedic um, moments. Had comedic yeah. moments, um, but like. Really interesting story. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just a badass. He could also like, like, um, endure pain like better. Yeah, you know, or endure pain better. And like story, that was just yeah. like a sort, sort yeah. of like a superpower, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, great. Just overall, you yeah, know, one of those really good movies. Absolutely, so. that was sure. my number four. Yeah, love that. Number three, into the top three. three, into the top three. We go. Um, so it's a documentary on Netflix. It's called The Bleeding Edge, and it basically has to do with. Um, the medical, um, uh, how do I, I I can't remember the term, but it basically like medical products, um, when it comes to like surgical things. So, um, uh, a few things that they feature, um, is like mesh to repair the inside of the body. They do like product. It's it's like, it's like medical industry products so uh, mesh there they feature a device that's basically an intrauterine um, birth control device they talk about um joints so you know how it comes in like um like metal ceramic and then another material um it features specifically the dangers of certain types of like metal joints from like hip knee replacements that sort of thing no, 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 no. I thought you meant the other joint. No, 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 no. I, I meant like, like... Those don't come in metal. No, 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 no. Like... They come in paper. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> um, and then it also... They also feature like a robotic surgical device. And basically this documentary features specific products and basically how like the way the regulations are from the FDA for all of these products and all of these companies that provide these products... There's so many different loopholes and ways around actually being properly regulated that dangerous products that aren't properly tested, um, especially when it comes to long-term effects, get sent out on the market and get aggressively uh, recommended by doctors to people. Yeah. And then they have all of these life-altering issues from 
these products, like that specifically, uh, God, there's so many stories, but to do one that's relatively simple, there was actually a doctor who he had gotten, um, a hip replacement because he was starting to, you know, notice the degrading of it all. Um, and he was very active and it was recommended that it was, um, the cobalt metal, um, like metal on metal joint for for being an active person. Right. Well, it turns out that within the body and the grinding of the metals together, um, that's why they usually say either do like only ceramic or ceramic on something else. The two metals together, the metal was starting to like literally disintegrate and like and and um liquefy in his body. So then now he was getting cobalt poisoning, and what does cobalt poisoning cause? A myriad of neurological issues. So he had a complete mental break wow. because of all the ne- and he wasn't able to perform surgery because of the like tremors he was experiencing. As soon as he got it removed, absolutely fine. Replaced with another one. He was that's th- crazy. That hundred percent back was to able normal. To flush it out though. This was one of the first major documentaries I watched on Netflix, and it completely. I think it really ignited reignited my passion for that specific genre, and it also just made me realize like how many other things because it was a lot of the state stuff being featured because it was the FDA, but it still just made me realize like how much of the world we miss out on. Oh yeah, based off right. of what we're exposed to in life. Yeah, and it also just made me really appreciate you know, what like keeping yourself healthier so that you don't have to rely on these things right oh absolutely but uh, you know at the end of the day he was also a doctor being told this is the best thing for him and well because that wasn't his field right so he's trusting the expertise of a colleague yeah and uh, i bet i mean you know do your own research or at the end of the day that's fair try your best to yeah you know take more than just one one person's opinion who knows you never know i'm not gonna be the one and we also don't know the circumstances that is scary that that is crazy Mm -hmm. so Yep, uh, okay. number, three. number three is actually uh, Christmas Chronicles. Uh, good one. Yeah. Very good the one. The first one. Yeah. Uh, second one, I, maybe, maybe better. It was okay. I prefer the first. But because the original, you know, the first of everything is always usually the best. Um, just a fantastic Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite. Absolutely. It, it, it sucks because it's like our generation of like Christmas movie and it's super like over the top. Yeah. But for like either our kids or like you know the kids after that it's going to yeah. be like an older i think Christmas it's genuinely movie. heartwarming and it's no it's not as cheesy as i thought it it's was a gonna really be. heartwarming movie yeah for sure um so that's why it, it, it sticks to my list it's always again holly movies love that uh, you know they're always my favorite they, they are always me. your favorite you really do like holly yeah. movies. Uh, okay so that's my number three hmm. my number, number two. two we're getting it back to the like true blue rom-coms um it's glenn powell and zoe dutch and set it up um, it's basically about two assistants to very high-powered professional people trying to get their bosses together so that their bosses will let them have more free time and be nicer to them. And in the midst of all of that, they start spending more time together. And oh, oopsie daisies, they fall in love because shenanigans. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it's just a really funny movie. Genuinely, so many good laughs on that one. Um, and the love story is really cute. Like I, I, it definitely is a little bit more believable than some of the romantic comedies that feel a little bit more rushed. Yeah. Um, it definitely like the way the characterization is it it's it um really sets up the characters for you and it makes sense that they have a liking for each other um i also just really appreciate how the the chemistry and the effort and the writing in this film so yeah would definitely recommend it if you love romantic comedies and haven't already seen it so this is one of the top rom-coms you've seen on netflix yeah and for like this day and age from the previous like heyday of romantic comedies. sweet sweet no it's awesome everybody loves good Mm rom-com or you got it right so coolio coolio what's yours um, boy my number two again already mentioned eurovision yes it nice. is eurovision nice uh again did a number for me uh mm-hmm. no pun intended but yeah. such a good film such a good movie such a good movie yeah. um i probably the reason we probably don't watch because i don't want to burn out in my head because it's like a long movie too it is but like i would watch that if if it ever came up, like if anyone was like, let's watch this, I'd be like, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Don't tell, don't give me any other suggestions for watching it. It's a, it's yeah. a great film. We quote, uh, we quote it sometimes, but we sing the songs a lot more. <laughs> um, cause they're like really sing alongy, but, yeah. um, yeah, th- nothing much to say. You already mentioned it earlier. Eurovision. If you yeah. haven't watched it, God, you gotta watch it. It's so it. fun. Everybody would enjoy it. It's a fit. I know people will see like too. Will Ferrell and I know not everybody loves Will Ferrell, but like guys, it's such a good movie. Just, let go of it. Watch the movie. You also got Pierce. Um, is it? Is it? Oh, Bro- Pierce Brosnan plays yeah. his dad. Rachel. That's um, crazy. Rachel Mc. Yeah. No. 
Oh, what? Rachel. It's not Rachel McAdams. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm thinking Amy Adams. It is Rachel McAdams. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry. Get me. See? Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. sometimes he knows no, better you're than good, me. You're good. You're good. Uh, but yeah, just a yeah. top top tier movie. Again, mm-hmm. it's it was your five. It's my two. That's mm-hmm. got to say something. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, anyways. Top five okay. Finally. Number okay. One. It's funny because as soon as I asked a question that I'm about to repeat, um, Curtis, I think, almost exactly knew what I was talking about right away, is I asked him a question. I was like, how am I going to list a... Is your number one? Trilogy. Oh, brother. Hmm. Trilogy of films. When it comes oh, to really Netflix originals, it when it comes to Netflix originals, see, I told there. you, there's a movie on, there's a, a film on here that you're okay. gonna be like, wait, what? And probably. You're put it in your, it's, it's probably gonna rearrange this for me, but at the time that I made this, um, but basically, so I want to highlight Fear Street. I specifically want to highlight, and I think I already talked about this on like the horror movie one or something, but yeah, um, Fear Street as a complete saga because it it basically realistically is one long movie. It was just released in three separate parts, yes. week after yes. week after week, which is I why her- Curtis allowed it. But yes. I specifically want to highlight the middle movie, 1978. Yes, because it spoke to so much of the original. So much better. So much of like the original horror movies that I really started to fall in love with the genre and really kind of overcame my like weird fear of horror. Yeah. Um. It, it put me back in that time. It's a great go-to movie. Honestly, in and of itself, like a lot of the other stuff inside the movie itself, if it wasn't a part of a trilogy, would still make a really great movie. Um, and yeah, no, it, I think like, obviously the first one, like it got me interested. I was ready for the story, but I think the second movie is what made me just completely buy me into too. the whole series as a whole. Um, don't get me wrong. 1666 is a great final chapter, but genuinely 78 was by far my favorite out of the three. Yeah. Um, although I love the saga as a whole 78 yeah. as I specifically want to highlight. gets you hooked to like the story. Yeah. And this, the second one is so much like, like that was why I'm pretty sure. I don't think we watched them all in one night because it was like late too. Yeah. But I remember we watched the first one. I was like, I have to watch the second now. Yeah. They're like hour and a half piece. Yeah. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. So it was like. Put together. It. It's like a four hour movie. Yeah. And, and so it was kind of pushing it, but I don't remember us watching all of them, but I wasn't super in love with the last one, okay. uh, but I did love the first two. Yeah. And just the series again, all comes together. Yeah. So you have to like yeah. the whole series. I think by the time we, it's funny though, because like the second one is what truthfully, or sorry, not the second one. The last one is what truthfully does take place in two times uh-huh. because it's the first half uh-huh. is 1666. And then the second half brings it back to 1994 where the exactly. series started. Exactly. And I do, I do remember you specifically by the end of the movie, you're like, okay, I'm 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 good with that ending, right? Yeah, so, I was, I'm pretty sure I was like, how are they going to bring this all around here? And and they do do it, and they do it right. effectively. But and that's I, why again, I thought it was a good circle of a of exactly. events rather than but, like three separate movies that are yeah, like start to finish. Exactly, this is more like a start to start. So yeah, yeah. And yeah. but I do, like I said, I do specifically after I did ask you about it, and I said I was like, but I am going to specifically focus in on the rules, and I am going to shout out 1978 as being my favorite. No, I love that. That's awesome. I'm glad that it was your number one. Mm -hmm. You're going to kick yourself to find out. Oh, no. What is it? That my number one is Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, mother. Yeah, it's a Netflix original. I didn't know that. Um, And it is probably the best Netflix original. I totally forgot. Guys, oh, this revamps my whole list. I'm going to let Curtis have his number one moment because it, it, quite honestly, this does change my whole list. This but is, it's great and yeah. carry on, Curtis. Uh, I love how, like, my first, my top two are, like, music movies. Yeah. Um, tick, Tick, Boom. Not much to say. Pretty sure we've already talked about it. We definitely um, have. A phenomenal movie if so you good. want to cry, if you want to laugh, if you want to sing, if you want to just, like, understand... Um, you know, the human just, condition. The human condition, like it's just the drive, the fun, and like, and then just the story, uh, the like back, a lot of back and forth, the romance, like, yeah. The, this movie has a lot of amazing parts to it, yeah. Um, and the but the big part is the story mm-hmm. and like how incredibly yeah. crazy, like how things yeah. happen, but just yeah. you know, John Larson, like incredibly talented human being, yeah, gone too soon, yes. But and a film, a film in his honor that did an so amazing, much so so much justice. And yeah. Andrew Garfield, oh my god, plays him. Vanessa be- Hudgens, oh my god, 
but specifically Andrew Garfield plays Jonathan Larson beautifully. Yes. And it's, again, as pompous as it sounds, saying that it's a movie about the human condition, it truthfully is a movie about what it means to be human and, and to go on a very human journey and to experience the entire spectrum of life. And I literally want to cry just thinking about multiple scenes from this movie. Like, if you want something to have an emotional impact on you in all ways possible, please watch this movie. If you feel like you haven't watched a good, like, just a good overall movie in a long time. forget the musical part. This is the one. Yeah. Whether you like music or not, I think for most people, if you haven't really just been like, what what a film, just Mm -hmm. what a great film in a long time, this would be one that will make you say that. The night that I first watched this with Curtis, I will literally never forget. I will literally never forget it. I remember everything about from when that movie started to when the movie ended of, you know, the reactions I had, what we were eating, how the apartment felt. I, it will forever, it's in, it's embedded in my brain. Mm -hmm. And I'm so mad that I completely missed that it was a Netflix original. It's okay. A-okay. But it's on my list. And now we know in retrospect that it's, in, yes. It's on yours. Yes. Um, absolutely. And like top five is on, it's online. Yes. That's good. Anyways, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all. It's all she wrote. I'm looking at Netflix and realizing there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff I haven't seen in a long time that I need to like get back on. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I've like been like literally like staring at my phone this most of this episode because I've just been like. I know. Again, looking at stuff that you talked about. Yep. Uh, but adding stuff to my list and, and trying to figure out, just yeah, not trying for to sure. forget some things. But For sure. So I'm definitely going to watch the Trials of the Chicago 7. <laughs> yes, we will watch that together. Uh, I'm actually going to watch that um, Tell Me Who I Am and then also the other one I wrote down. Yeah. What was it called? Well, uh, um, what did I say? The Tinker Pills. Tinker Pills. The, oh, that's a really good one. Yeah, you have it on your HMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, th- those those yeah. ones sounded really interesting. Uh, yeah. Something that would intrigue me for sure. But, I, I think they would too, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what a fun episode, guys. We had um, fun. Go back about it. if you guys missed any or forgot the names. Um, a lot of great stuff on Netflix. Absolutely. Um, they have so many originals. They're continuing to push out so much originals that we haven't even seen yet. Exactly. I know there's a few, like the Cloverfield Paradox, the man from Toronto that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that we watch on Netflix now are the series they put out because they're pushing out those way faster. Um, cool. That We didn't include those, obviously, today. Yeah. But... Um, I mean, look at how many movie options we ended up having, though. Yeah, so many. And now we have so many other platforms, too. Guys, if you have any Netflix originals uh, that were on our list or that are on your own, let us know. Yeah, especially if we didn't feature it. Tell us about why you love something that we didn't talk about. I like. I don't think I've seen a bad Netflix original. Like Some of them are all right. But, like None of them are really like bad. Yeah, I think genuinely, I think because I can kind of tell... Out of the ones that I've watched specifically, I've never gone, that was such a waste of my time. Right. I can usually tell if I'm not going to like it just by like the the little trailer playback preview that they have. So I do end up avoiding things that I feel like I'm not going to like. So out of the ones that I have chosen to spend my time on, yeah, um, I yeah, I, you're absolutely right. It's either been like, you know what, that was okay. Um, or I have the emotional catharsis of the generation. Right. Exactly. Um, super fun stuff, guys. Uh, it, it was, thank you so much for listening as well this week. Yes. Um, to preface, um, so yeah, we have some fun content to sort of end, uh, this season. We have one, two more, three more episodes left, two more episodes after two this more. one. After this, yeah. So this is, this is the third last, and then we're going to have our bit of a break, but, um, we started watching She-Hulk. We did. Guys, we really like She-Hulk. I so cannot far, wait to so talk good. about episode it. Episode one was watched uh, last week. And at, by the time that you guys listen to this podcast, episode two will be out. I'm sh- I'm thinking I think it's Thursdays they come out. Um, Something like that. So we might end up trying to catch them and giving you guys a mini review, um, you know, maybe on our finale episode and then giving you a full review next season. Yeah, um, I think so. So look forward to that. This one's a series that I think is a lot of fun. Um, I'm hoping for good things. A lot of great cameos we know of so far. Absolutely. Um, so expecting that to be fun. I'm just, I'm excited for the slight change of pace that this one is bringing. It sounds like it yeah. too. Um, people were weary at first. It looked a, a lot of good reviews. Now, actually, I've seen some comments on the on like Marvel's Instagram and stuff. People are like, didn't like didn't know what to expect. Had low expectations, and it like it blew out of the water. Blew yeah, me out of the absolutely. Water, so people just need to accept that. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be perfect. I th- the funny thing is, is I think um, I 
what I was worried about was that people weren't going to, um, cause within the first few minutes of turning on the show, I was like, oh, I know what this is, what this is. Yeah. But I know not everyone who's going in to watch Marvel is going to maybe necessarily pick that up unless you're like a diehard and have been able to really differentiate the different tonal styles between the different makers and, and, and all that kind right. of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I genuinely do like, I'm just glad that it seems to me that it, the majority of the people are kind of recognizing what they're trying to do with She-Hulk and are giving it its chance because there's so many times that really great shows don't take off anywhere because people just don't get it. Um, so I'm really excited to see how the rest of the series goes. And I'm hoping this is something that we can end up seeing more uh, content come out of. Yeah, I totally agree. One million percent agree. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a future episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's basically it this week, guys. It's all from us, friends. Thanks for uh, listening to our long-winded explanations of why we love movies exactly. as, per, as per usual in these Especially top for me. Oh, no. I had a few, too. Um, but it was a fun time. We hope you guys enjoyed. And we will catch you guys next week. Peace.